Mr. Luke Clayton, I bet you're kind of like me. You've got a favorite hat. You've got a favorite pair of boots, probably a favorite old coat or maybe a, a shirt that you just kind of almost have to take with you whenever you go hunt. It's kind of like having that favorite gun kind of thing that whimpers in the gun case if you don't take it. <laughs> I do, Larry. I certainly do. You almost feel like without that particular whatever, whether it's your hunting boots that you've been wearing, I, I literally hate to to finally give uh, give in to the fact that I've wore out a pair of hunting boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I do, too. I, I, I'll be very open with you. I've been wearing Kinetrex for a long time, and I've worn all kinds of other boots. I've got about three or four pair, and I just kind of alternate through those because they're all, thankfully, really comfortable. And You know, as I've gotten older and spend a lot of time out in the woods and in the mountains and in the, wherever else, you know, outside. Yep. Comfort has become a, an, a, something really important to me. I, if I go somewhere on a hunt or, or a fishing trip, you know, I want to have a great time, but I want to be comfortable in the, whatever it is that I'm wearing. You, you bet. You know, I've, lo- I've noticed, Larry, some, uh, I, I guess they're shoes slash low boots that you've worn for years. Uh, I think the, right. ha- the handmade somewhere – uh, but but those things, uh, I, I, dare, I dare say they're still operational, usable. You know what? You're right. Uh, the ones you're talking about, yeah. I, I have a couple of pair of shoes made out of kudu mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I bought in Namibia years ago That's at a right. mom-and-pop store, and I think I paid $30 for them. And those I have worn, have, I have no idea how many days, how many miles those boots have covered or those kind of chuck a boots low shoes yeah but it, they've worked well when i've been uh and you know i had to wear something a little bit more dressy and when they were new and of yep. course now they they're a little bit different compared to what they used to be <laughs> yep. but they're still really comfortable yeah you've used it well you've i, I know for I, I bet you 10 years that i know of that when, when we've hunted together that you know around camp in the evening or whatever you may not be out hunting in them so much but you know you'll have them for comfort yeah so that's that's what um to me that's what it's all about um uh, camo camo and camo patterns is is something and and i've i've obviously uh, a pattern that you have clothing that you're wearing in the woods that breaks up your outline has got to help i mean just think for instance a white t-shirt wearing that out there or maybe even a black t-shirt for that matter uh if you're out in the sun where you you know critters can spot solid objects like that and they they may not know you're a human but they know something's up there in that tree or right in the stand or, or stalking you know still hunting them so uh and i i know folks i know larry has has hunted like i have in most older hunters before camo became real popular a red flannel shirt uh, with hat, a checkered shirt, you know, was was pretty much standard fare. Or the old coat, you know, the the red uh, flannel coat um, killed a lot of game wearing those things, and we still can. But um, comfort to me, if if it's not comfortable, I, I just I've got to the point I won't wear it. I mean, I'll try it around, <laughs> I'll wear it around the house or wear it out filling feeders or something like that some new camo but if it's if it's not comfortable a good a good case in point larry is uh years ago by years ago i'm talking 10 years ago maybe right bob hood the late bob hood outdoor editor for the fort worth star telegram my running buddy for many years uh yes, sir. 
Bob and I were given some camo, and it was great camo. I mean, it broke up the outline and, you know, for spring turkey hunting. So, I mean, I, I could look at the camo and knew that it would work good, you know. Um, right. uh, just not so much the pattern, but the fact that it did break up uh, the, the human form, the outline. Well, so <laughs> the company furnished, Bob and I, they knew that we were going to do a lot of turkey hunting that spring, in which we did, this camo. We put it on, and we wound up at the, at the I never will forget this, at the uh, Ranger Creek Ranch up in Knox County. Uh, Rennell had the owner, uh, had yes. invited us up there and to hunt turkeys. Well, we, had, we hadn't worn this camo, it was brand new. We both suited out, and it was, you know, not cool, but it was probably in the mid-50s that morning. But it got up to around 80 degrees up there in old Cedar Break country. Yes, and there's, if you ever, you know, that country is Cedar Break, there's, there's some deep valleys. There's not, a, if the wind's blowing, it might not be blowing down to where the turkeys are, down low. <laughs> we, we, exactly. We, we, I never will, we put that, ca- it was heavy cotton, heavy cotton. I'm talking about the, it, it, it was thicker than flannel, you know. <laughs> it was, but it was cotton. You know, I thought, well, we, yes. we were both thinking, well, cotton, it'll wick, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to be fine. We weren't fine. Um, <laughs> uh, Bob dropped me off at a spot, and I suited up from head to toe with this, this camo. And I walked in probably, I don't know, half a mile to where I was, a little canyon I was going to be hunting. And then Bob drove on down about a mile. We were using GPS, the reason I know these distances. We, I was yes, trying sir. out a new Garmin unit, and I had the Garmin unit. So... <laughs> After about 10.30, I don't think I shot a turkey. I saw some jakes. I decided, okay, well, I'm going to go see how old Bob's doing. And I knew he was one mile down this, just down a, a road that paralleled the fence line down down the ranch there. So I'll just walk down there and, and check on Bob. We'll have us a little lunch and cold drink or whatever. And, you know, we'll go about our, our after, take, a, take a little breather, and we'll start hunting again early afternoon. Yes, sir. Larry, I started walking, wearing that stuff, and and I got a I had my Garmin GPS. I'm looking at it, about halfway, and I I sat down. I was sweating. I was hot. I had the sleeves rolled up. I had the pants rolled up to my knees. <laughs> I was, I was oh about. I it was hot. It was way too heavy a clothing for what we were doing. The pattern looked great, but the clothing oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't matching the, the climate right then, the, the, the weather. Anyway, I finally struggled my way the whole mile down that old dirt road, and I saw Bob. He forgot about turkeys. He was <laughs> he was leaned up under a mesquite tree in the shade sipping an ice-cold beverage. I'll leave it at that. Uh, he, <laughs> he had a cool beverage, and he was sipping that. And he says, he said, Luke, you look like you just ran a marathon. I said, I, I said, buddy, I'm lucky to even have made it. He said, I won't say exactly what Bob said. If no, you if no. you knew Bob, you'd know. He said, this this uh, this clothing is some kind of hot. He said, we come back, we'll come back in November and hunt with this stuff. <laughs> so bottom line is, if it's not comfortable, it's not it's not going to work for old Luke, you know. You're exactly right. You know, these days, I can remember when clothing was clothing, and, and of course, you mentioned the, the the red and black, and 
I'll be very open with you. I still wear a lot of red and black plaid. Yeah. To me, it's one yeah. of the better camos that's uh-huh. out there because it does break up your form quite a bit. But, you know, years ago, uh, gosh, we had wool. And we're talking here, we're talking about hunting a little bit when it's a little bit cooler weather. Yeah. And, of course, the wool was out of this world good. Old naturals made out of wool from sheep. Yeah. And when it got wet, you still stayed warm and, and all those kind of things, even if you sweated or if you got rained upon. And But over the years, we've seen a progression of all kinds of new synthetic type things and some of those have been really good and some of it has just been kind of the opposite i've worn some stuff that uh oh my gosh it kind of clung to my skin when i started getting in it and it seemed (laughs) to held my not only the moisture that i was sweating but you know it seemed like it held the heat a whole lot so uh there's all kinds of stuff out there but that comfort level keeps coming back again and again kind of thing and and uh of course there's such thing as layering and, and yeah. all that but again today we have all kinds of absolutely fantastic clothing I, i've been wearing a bunch of clothing by habit here lately that it's a uh, oh a gentleman by the name of dick mayhan who i've known for many many years dick is kind of the innovator behind all that and that clothing is, is designed for fishing and hunting and and there's all kinds of materials that it's made of, you know, and so some of it's made for cool weather, some of it's for cold weather, and some of it's for when it's really, really hot kind of thing, too. So I know that you're dealing with some other companies as well, and they, too, make some absolutely fantastic garments. But to me, uh, the beauty of, of uh, you know, there are some of those garments out there these days that you have to ransom the farm for or mortgage the farm for to, to be able to buy a suit of it. But, but to me, again, that's one of the nice things about Abbott is that you can buy it at Walmart. You can buy it, you know, a bunch of different other places. And it's clothing that's really, really comfortable, whether for cold weather or for warm weather or, you know, extremely hot weather kind of thing. And, and again, I know you're dealing with a company as well, too right now that's producing some really fine products as well yep i'm sure there's a lot of companies that make you know some really quality uh long i guess long gone is the days where there's one camo a company will have one suit of clothes and that's what you use but yeah uh there's a a fella named moosey and i i tell you this guy makes sense i've talked with him a lot he has had a company called catch and release apparel I think the right. website is catchandrelease.us, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> but I, I, he sent me a bunch of, uh, of clothing to wear. And uh, I'll swear it's comfortable, but I, I've, and it's, it's got a good pattern. I, will it work? I guarantee you it'll work. I mean, but would any other pattern work? It'll work, you know, there's, to my exactly. way of thinking and, and to his way of thinking, too. He agreed. He couldn't agree more, and it's one of the few people – in the clothing business, uh, outdoor clothing business that I've ever talked to that that agrees or, or, or is just open about it. He knows any pattern that will break up your outline. He said, in these, not to quote, pretty close to quote what Moosey told me. He says, I'll tell you, Luke, he said, I'm a hunter. I've hunted all over the world. I know how to hunt. I know how to play the wind. I know how to conceal myself. He said, I can go out there, and, and his term was a, a, a red-checked shirt. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> just like So he knows. He said, is my pattern the only? He said, this is just one pattern. But, but he said, you try the, the comfort 
in my clothes and and i'm picky on clothes i, I don't know i just am yeah but me too. <laughs> i know you are and if it's not comfortable again i'm not going to wear it and this stuff is is comfortable it fits you know it's comfortable and yeah the pattern i have you know it's going to work i've been hunting hogs but there again we can kill hogs with whatever as long as we don't stay still and they don't smell us you know so <laughs> so is not that big a deal with hog hunting I, I don't think but uh yeah so find a good camo this is just some advice from an old hunter me uh find a, a, some good camo that you like and make sure and try it on if you buy it over the internet you you may not it may not be comfortable, Larry, if you could, you know, I guess you have to risk a little bit of it to get to get some of the stuff online, but it's, uh, I have had high ex- expectations, you know, put it on and it's just not comfortable, you know? Exactly. The other thing about ordering off the internet, I'll be very open with you from my experience in that uh, I wear generally an extra large shirt. And I've come to find out that if I, and usually what I do if I buy something over the internet, rather than and i usually buy everything in threes because of the tv stuff we do for continuity mm-hmm. but i've learned that you order one because yep. what may be xl for me may be super small <laughs> yes when you get right down to it so i know that the sizes are really changing of course that's one of the things i really like about the the habit clothing is that if you order an xl it is an xl you don't have to uh, order a triple XL to mm-hmm. equal what your XL is. So, exactly. you know, just just a bit of advice if you're going to order over the internet is order one piece and there see you go. how sizing is. That that's a good a good point for sure. Well, Larry, I'll tell you. Speaking of camo, it's uh, it's not long here, and not very long. About another well, another month. It'll be time to get after those. Uh, those turkeys, I'm getting. I'm as excited about cooking some as as I am uh, <laughs> as I am hunting them. I think I love that wild turkey. I love, love everything about hunting turkeys. I guess you know. Well, you're right. It, it's been years since I've shot personally shot a spring turkey. I've called turkeys for other during spring, but uh, this year I've, I've got that old Mossberg shotgun that I'm gonna pull out and. Uh, I think it's time maybe that I go back to shoot the turkey, and, and my intentions are is to uh, be there long enough with you so that we have to cook something because yep. you've got some turkey recipes that you do, that you use, that I absolutely love. And so one way or the other, even if we have to go buy a butterball, if it comes down to that, maybe, I, maybe I'll bring, some, bring a turkey with me so we don't have to shoot one to start with. We can start out eating turkeys even before. I've I've got an idea and it has to do with with the Dutch kettle, Ritz cracker crumbs Mm. and and Cornish Cornish chickens in case just in case how are we talking in case we don't get one i mean we're gonna get one now that we gotta think oh, we're yeah, gonna get two or four they're, they're or whatever no my mind yeah we're gonna we a couple old turkey hunters like us we're gonna we can't we can't not get one but if we don't be sure it would be nice to have a couple of cornish hens in that dutch kettle you know uh, and knowing you're cooking maybe i better order an extra size larger of what <laughs> what i while i'm there as well too to, to maintain that comfort level i hear you buddy <laughs> i hear you. i think we're about out of time for this week larry oh shucks <laughs> well folks 
I hope you've enjoyed me and Mr. Wysoon. Mr. Whitetail here, you know, I, I won't use the word rambling, Larry, but just having a good time around the campfire. I wish, I really wish it was possible for every, all the folks that listen to us to be around the campfire with us, don't you? I certainly do, and, and somewhere down the way, hopefully, we'll have that opportunity with a lot of folks. 